If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Quiet, Please by Kevin Scott. Groverbs knew what he wanted, peace and quiet. He was willing to scream his head off for it. The big man eased the piano off his back and stood looking at Groverbs. You ain't gonna like it here. He mopped his face. Boy, will I ever be glad to get off this cockeyed planet. Groverbs pushed at his spectacles, sniffed, and said, Quite. The big man said, Ain't no native here over three feet tall. And they got some crazy kind of communication. They don't talk. Groverbs said, Quiet. Huh? Precisely why I am here, said Groverbs, sniffing again. Loathe conversation. Oh, well. He left. Alone, Groverbs surveyed his realm. The house was the shell of what had formerly been a little people apartment building. Ceilings, floors, and walls had been removed to form one large room. The tiny doors and windows had been sealed, and a single window and door had been cut into the shell for Groverbs' use. Crude, but serviceable. Groverbs walked to the window and looked down the slope. Little people buildings dotted the landscape, and the people themselves scurried silently about. Yes, thought Groverbs, it would do nicely. He had brought an adequate food tablet supply. He would finish, without the distraction of voices, his beautiful concerto. He would return to earth famous and happy. Armed with paper and pencils, he went to the piano, having decided to enlarge upon the theme in the second movement. His mind knew exactly how the passage should run, and he swiftly covered the paper with sharp, angular notes. Then he triumphantly lifted his hands and began to play what he had written. He jerked back from the keyboard, his hair on end, his teeth on edge, his ears screaming with the massive sounds he had produced. He looked at his hands, peered at the score, adjusted his spectacles, and tried again. I'm tired, he thought, recoiling in horror from the racket. A food tablet and a nap will remedy the situation. When he awoke, Groverbs walked to the window, refreshed. A violet glow had replaced the harsh yellow light of the day. At the foot of the slope, the little people dashed to and fro, but no voice broke the peaceful quiet of the evening. With a sigh of satisfaction, 
Proverbs went to the piano. Gently, he struck the keys. Blatant, jumbled noise filled the room. Breathing hard, Groverbs rose and gingerly lifted the spinet's lid. No, nothing amiss there. Good felts, free hammers, solid sounding board. Must be out of tune. Groverbs closed the lid, sat down, and struck a single note. A clear tone sang out. He moved chromatically up and down the scale, definitely not out of tune. He shifted the score, glanced uneasily at the keys, and began to play. Discord immediately pierced his eardrums. He clapped his hands over his ears and leaped wildly from the piano bench. The trip, he decided frantically. It must have affected my hearing. He flung himself from the house and down the slope. The little people scattered, staring. He charged into the administration building and clutched the lapels of a uniformed official. A doctor, he gasped. Now, this minute. The official raised his eyebrows and removed Proverb's hands with distaste. It's a little late in the day, he drawled, but maybe the dock up on the top floor. Groverbs flew up the stairs and into the doctor's office. The doctor's face lit up. A patient, he exclaimed. Capital, what seems to be the trouble? Food poisoning? Shouldn't eat the food here. Garbage. Appendix? Heart attack? Stop talking, you idiot. It's my ears. Obviously disappointed, the doctor nevertheless poked and peered at Groverbs' ears. No, he said finally. A trifle big, yes, but nothing wrong with them. You're sure? Absolutely. A pity. I've been getting a bit rusty. With a groan, Groverbs staggered out of the building, back through town, and up the slope to his house. Seating himself firmly on the bench, he began to play. He shuddered. The noise was abominable. Suddenly his door burst open, and a crowd of little people rushed in. They pulled him off the bench and slapped angrily at his hands. Then, with cutters, they attacked the piano. Here, stop that! Grover screeched. What do you think you're doing? The little people pushed and dragged him out of the house, down the slope, through the town, and into the launching bowl at the space strip. The launching agent took one look and yelled, Get the interpreter! On the double! The interpreter ran up and whipped something from his pocket. It looked like a miniature piano skeleton. He tripped a hammer. There was a faint tinkle. Instantly, one of the little people produced a single miniature hammer and tapped it rapidly against his skull. The interpreter tripped another hammer. A second little one responded. Suddenly, one of the little people ran over and tripped all the interpreter's hammers simultaneously. The little people winced. Oh, well, it's their planet. He hustled Groverbs out to a freight ship that was warming up for takeoff. Is everyone insane? Groverbs croaked. Not a man to know what this is all about. The interpreter shoved Groverbs into the ship. They say you talk too much, he yelled as he slammed the door. End of Quiet, Please by Kevin Scott As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.